Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is In Entertainment. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, new week, new theme for you. I hope you're ready to strap in. Um, so this week, the theme is what is it, Jim? Because you said it's so good. Yeah, friends coming together for a common cause. Yes. Friends, how many of us have them? Yes, and uh, we are going to start it off with this Netflix uh, release that came out this year uh, called Paper Tiger. Yes, so the IMDb description, uh, which also matches what what was, I feel like, in the trailer for the movie, is three kung fu prodigies have grown into washed-up, middle-aged men, now one kick away from pulling their hamstrings. <laughs> but when their master is murdered, they must juggle their dead-end ja- jobs, dad duties, and old grudges to avenge his death. Yes. All right, so this movie stars uh, Elaine Yui. Is U Y? Is it Yi? Uh, we'll go with Yi. Yi, okay. Uh, as Danny, uh, Ron Yoon as Hing, and then we have Mikhail Shannon Jenkins as Jim. <laughs> I can pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so they play the, the three washed up uh, kung fu uh, <laughs> prodigies. <laughs> it's funny. It's, I, I wish they would have changed. I, I wish they would have named this movie three kung fu prodigies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel like Paper Tigers gives it. It makes it feel like optimistic. Because <laughs> every time I see three colorful prodigies, I always think of that '90s movie, the uh, Three Ninjas with the little kids. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the movie is directed by Kwok Bao Tran, uh, who. He is from the U.S. Uh, He's an American. Uh, But he has directed a few different uh, or worked on a few different um, Asian movies. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if they're Chinese or Japanese. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't want to offend anyone. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, Uh, This is his first full movie uh, that he's directed. He's done a bunch of shorts and apparently him and the writers were like circulating the script around Hollywood in order to get funds to film it. All the studios here in Hollywood wanted him to have um, white characters basically and they were a lot of money and to have someone like Bruce Willis or Nicolas Cage as part of the film and he turned them all down and he started a Kickstarter to raise the movie to do the filming and he raised $124,000 and then he also had some few other investors to get the movie produced um, so just for all of those independent filmmakers out there, his total budget 
um, was about probably between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars, and he raised it through Kickstarter, which is really impressive. Yeah, that's damn impressive. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, and with and the quality as far as you know the. Yeah, the cinematography. I mean, it looks really polished. It's, I mean, it don't look like a two hundred thousand dollar movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the fights and everything, it looks yeah, it looks hella. It looks like a million dollar plus, you know, movie, and it's a feature. Yeah, yeah. Um, it did. It it did take him ten years to get the movie created, um, and so. You know, it, it reminds me. Was it was it John Singleton? Uh, was, uh, not uh, John. They talking about Robert Townsend. Yeah, Robert Townsend. Thank yeah, you. Hollywood Shuffle. We tried to make yeah. Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, so it sort of rem- reminds me of that. In that, this movie also reflects a lot of the director's. Um, ex- personal experiences with his friends and classmates in martial arts growing mm. up. So he was telling his own story in, in a different type of way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so this, so the movie starts off with their, um, uh, what the, what is his name? Um, ah, what, what's the name for the master of? Seafood, oh, seafood, 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 seafood. Yeah, yeah, seafood chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seafood, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, seafood, right? So, like this, this masked, mysterious hooded person kills like seafood in an alley, in in an alley, uh, outside of his uh, out of his, outside of the seafood's restaurant because he owned like uh, he owned the restaurant, like right? a Chinese restaurant, if, right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so the credit sequence is kind of a montage. It's in the night. We flash back to the nineties, right? And we see a then a live Sifu uh, training. You know, three kung fu prodigies um, uh, in in the in a garage. I think you're in a garage, right? <laughs> you know, like kind of teaching like their stands and kind of like their balance and their kicks and things like that. And throughout the title sequence, we see the three kind of cocky. You know, they kind of in you know they, they got they know they're badasses and they almost taunt other uh, kids that know kung fu and they got to kind of like beat their asses and they're like high fiving each other. They're, they're like the they're like the the douchey jocks of Kung Fu in the neighborhood. Yes. They, um, they know that they're better than everyone else. And because of it, anytime someone challenges them, uh, they do a, a beat down of that other person. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and it's funny how, and it's, it's pretty clever how they do this whole like opening credit sequence. Cause it's, it's shot in a perspective of, uh, a handheld camera, you know, because you see like the tab stamp at the bottom. It has like the date. It's like, oh, you know, it's February, so it's 1990, whatever, you know. Then it, you know, another scene, it'd be like, oh, 1990, like seven, things like that. So, like, the date at the bottom of the video that is recording, the POV that we're seeing uh, through the lens of the camera, you know, we're seeing like their growth and their 
progression for better words as uh, a martial arts uh, uh, masters, if you will. Yeah, so uh, towards the end of the opening credits, we see that uh, one of the the young apprentices, Danny, um, has been branded as the next Sifu, but uh, in that he is going to go to China to then compete in all these big fighting. But he basically goes to China and chickens out and bails on all of his friends, which then leads Danny Hing and Jim, who are the two or the three prodigies uh, falling out and going their own ways. And Mm. we then jump forward to present day where uh, Danny is now a, a separated dad who's having problems with raising his kid and being a single parent and failing miserably there. Um, we see Jim, who is actually running his own studio, teaching young kids how to fight. Mm-hmm. And then he, who, so each one were basically taught different specialties. So Danny was the fighter, uh, Hing was the healer, and Jim was the eater. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so Jim in his as a grown up, he's well, he's like a, a boxer now, or like a he have a gym, or he's like a mixed martial mixed martial arts guy. I forget what he is. Yeah, yeah, he was a mixed martial arts dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and so what brings these three together is the death of Sifu. Right. Um, so they have to kind of put their differences aside, and for this, you know, for Sifu there gonna represent and you know be there you know for for their master in death. Um now this then we are introduced to I guess a Sifu from another school, if you will. Um right. and right. yeah and, and during the flashbacks in the beginning credits we see like Danny, a young Danny, always beating the crap out of this white martial artist that's trying to, from another school. And we see the grown-up uh, scrawny white boy that we saw get beat down in the beginning. Uh, his name is Carter. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's very big and bulky now. <laughs> uh, and very zen, if you will. And I think he delivers some of the funniest lines in this movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. So watching this movie, I was surprised how much of a comedy this movie was. Because, you know, like... the, the, The title's a little deceiving. You know, like, Paper Tigers are like, oh, snap. Like, this is gonna be... Like you know, some some uh, you know, some daddy, some daddy ends, like da da da. But it was so many comedic breaks <laughs> with like the banter and them kind of talking about each other and making fun of each other, and you know, and you know the young the young martial artists, you know, poking fun at the older folks, and it was. So hilarious. I mean, honestly, this is one of the funniest films I've seen 
and sometimes now, like it was deceptively funny. Like I was, I was, la- I was laughing out loud on some of the stuff they were saying to each other. Yeah, I well, I feel like the ad, the the trailer, the advertising campaign. It makes you feel like you're going to be watching, um, like. Uh, a movie that's all about fighting and redemption, which it is. It is. But it misses, like, it's not really delivering on the whole um, comedic side. And it's actually perfect for the movie because, like, getting old is kind of comedic. Like, we, in our minds, are that 18 year old, 30 year old, and we think we can still do things. And then we, try to do them and our bodies just aren't working and this movie really cut to the chase on that and and made it a funny thing versus a sad thing yeah exactly yeah yeah and you know there was a lot of sequences where you think it's gonna kind of go there but it don't it subvert a lot of action sequence is just like, okay, they catch a suspect that they think is responsible for the death of their seafood. And so it's a younger, it's a younger guy, it's a younger cat. And the younger cat just bust out, just run. And like, uh, I think uh, Hing, Hing, Hing and uh, Danny, like, they're like, they just burst out running. And, I, and the camera tracks them, you know, running towards the camera, like they're about to almost ca- try to catch up with the younger dude, but the chase lasts for about five seconds, and then they just kind of collapse on the floor, on the on the ground, and they just you know panting, and they just like, oh my god, like oh yes, <laughs> yeah, it's like a close up of their faces and like that determined Tom Cruise running face where you're like, yes, they're gonna get the guys. And then it zooms out, and it, they've only taken five steps in their, in their faces. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's exactly like that look of determination where you're going to run is exactly what's going on in the forty year old, fifty year old's head of yes, I can do this. And then reality kicks in, and it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like perception versus reality. Like you know, perception is you are invincible. Like you can get to the highest of peaks of physical greatness. The reality is you are old. <laughs> you can't get anywhere near what your mind is thinking you can go. Right. Uh, you have to do things a little bit smarter, mm-hmm. a little more strategically uh, mm-hmm. when you approach these things. Yes. And one, and another thing I like about this movie is the fights, like the fights all reveal character not fight just to fight yeah that's the the thing about you know like smart action or smart fight sequences reveal things instead of just punchy 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 there's like all of the sequences or the fights or the setup of like showdowns was to show some kind of character or some kind of like depth within like why the character fight how they fight or how they're so out of step with what they think they can do. It's like all the fights were meaningful. Like all, all the fights in this movie like meant something, uh, which, I, uh, which I thought was really clever. You don't see a lot of that anymore. And I kind of like give them props on that. 
And yeah, another thing. So Danny, like his 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 thing back in the days, like I think he can kind of if he if he if he uh, if he do the right kind of breathing, he has like a special breathing technique that he used to know. That if he channels the right kind of breathing, it's almost like he's a precog. He can almost see a punch being thrown before it's thrown. You know, so it's like a six cents. Yeah, so basically, what he lost when he was younger, when he went to China to go compete in all the fighting, was that way to center himself before a fight. And by losing that as he's aged, he's also lost that way to center himself in his life and center himself as part of his relationships. And so through the fights that we see now as he's trying to avenge his Sifu's death is that he's learning that he needs to center himself and come back to who he is inside versus trying to be what everyone wants him to be. And so he learns that through the different fights that we see him taking place in, in order to both avenge and find out who's the reason that his master has been killed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're pretty good you know, prices. And also, Vic, to me, I I give the the camera work a lot of props because yeah, there were of course there were handheld shots and things like that, but there were also angles that you can actually see the movement of their art. You know, um, so I really, I really thank the the choreographer and more, and also the director for allowing some of those angles to be a little wider, so you can see the situation with their fights, their moves, their lack of moves now <laughs> with the main characters. Uh, so yeah, I definitely give them props on on that. I feel like the wide shots of some of the fights shows the like the older guys who uh and we 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 kind of talked about this a little bit uh last week when we reviewed Beckett and that he's like an older guy out of shape he shouldn't be able to recover and and be the like superhero that we see a lot of white characters so in this movie we see the older characters uh not being able to fight because because of age and and lack of using their skill set and so the wide shots really show us that this is real life. It's not, it's not a superhero movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like stuff is real. Even martial artists get old and crack and bones cracky and arthritis and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're not we're, like, not everyone can be Jackie Chan. Exactly. Though we strive to be, but. oh man uh yeah like i said don't don't want to give too much of this movie uh but there's cabinet so they track down the the person that's ultimately responsible for his death which opens up another uh another can of worms and challenges that the three have to confront. And then it flips a little bit on the notion of now you're grasping your age, now you're grasping mortality, and now you are 
and, and now you appreciate it in kind of like the circle of young. Oh, that's now the, the fear really sinks in with them because it's a younger person. It's a more well-skilled, well-trained, like more vicious person that they have to go up against now. So like, it's like they have the skills, but they just can't execute anymore. So, which I thought was really cool, uh, you know, it's like knowing that they're outmatched, like they, they and they know it. It's kind of like we're gonna die, <laughs> like we cannot, you know, we can't go up against them. It kind of reminds me of like Lethal Weapon Four at the, like the last when they finally get to Jet Li, like yeah. they, yeah. like they know, like okay, I think we're about to die. <laughs> Jet Li is gonna kill us. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that that goes to the entire theme of the movie of aging and accepting your mortality um, and that they recognize that you're not going to live forever. You're not always going to be that that young kid you are in your mind. And once you accept accept your mortality um, and start to live for the now and figure out who you are inside, you are able to win that that battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you start fighting smarter, not harder. <laughs> Telling you, it's all about figuring out how in life you can be uh, efficient and smart in situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like Denzel said in training day, the shit is chess, not checkers. <laughs> yes. All right. So, what is our ratings? Uh, sit on the sofa and watch it with the family. Uh, have it on the background while you're doing other stuff, or go outside and take on the crazies. Yeah. Okay. I I I really like this movie. I like, I really, really, really like this movie. Uh, I was surprised. I wasn't surprised. I like, it was, when I was watching, okay, yeah, this is pretty entertaining, but at the end, I'm like, dude, this is, I really like this movie. This is a really good movie. Uh, based off of everything we were talking about, I mean, the, the reveal of, you know, the person responsible for the death, I mean, it was, to me, I felt it was a little rushed. It was kind of like, afterthought. It's kind of like, oh, by the way, here's the killer of the master kind of thing. Um, honestly, I would have been fine without, you know, that plot twist because I was so engaged with the three, you know, and them, you know, kind of building their relationship as friends back together and them, you know, kind of being at peace in their, you know, in their, in their stage of life and things like that. So it's like I was going, that, that was like the smooth part. But then once they kind of through the, oh yeah, uh, and also the killer. So y'all got to get him too. Kind of, you know? I mean, right. I mean, but it, it, it didn't it didn't take me out of the movie. I mean, I felt it was kind of an afterthought, but I was still engaged. So, but yeah, it's definitely it's PG thirteen. It's nothing gory. Like they're not kicking spines out of necks. So yeah, the whole family could watch this. It was yeah, I, I suggest it. Sit down. Yeah, and and I feel like you know. The themes of aging um, are, I think, everyone, millennials, Gen X's, the boomers will all appreciate that theme of the movie. But then like the silly comedy type 
dialogue and some of the fight scenes, the kids will enjoy it. So it's definitely sit down for me. Um, I think it's a funny movie, but it's also so heartwarming. It's just, Mm -hmm. it is, it's about friendship and it's, it is about like friends coming together for a common cause. It also has a little bit of that father son story as a side story going on. It's just, it's so nice. I feel like it's the type of movie that people need right now when the Mm -hmm. world feels like it's falling apart. Exactly. Yeah, you uh, agree. Agree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was earnest. It was sweet. It was funny. You know, it had action in all the right places. It had comedy in all the right places. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow, it's rare. You know, especially a movie, you know, that didn't get all of the marketing, like, you know, posters splashed everywhere. This is kind of a hidden gem, actually. And I, I'm glad we recorded it. I'm glad you suggested this movie because I think, like, if people need to watch, even if you're not into martial arts movies, like General said, it has all these different themes that you can connect with on other levels that the, you know, that the martial arts is kind of, could be kind of an afterthought for you. But there's it's a lot of themes in here that people can latch on to and really connect with. So, yeah. So, definitely. We give it two butts down. Yes. So, I discovered this movie because when I'm too tired to, to pay attention to anything, I go and watch movie trailers that are coming, <laughs> upcoming movies. And this was one of the trailers that I found. And I was so excited when I discovered you could watch it on Netflix. So, yes. Um, yes. Like General said, Netflix, Paper Tigers is on Netflix. Watch yeah. it. You know, let's, let's, let's get the algorithm up on this movie because this movie deserves some exposure, honestly. Like, this is a really good movie. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right. So that is part one of our friends coming together in a crisis. What was it? Uh, for a common cause. For a common cause. Yes. And then we're going to have a throwback in the more extreme way of friends coming together for a common cause. In a fun way. Not, I don't say a fun extreme way. Uh, yeah. Until then, we wish everyone safe physical distancing. Yeah. Uh, wear those masks and keep getting your vaccines. There's a, a variant out there that's taking people down. Yeah, so let's stop it, people. Change begin with us. Peace.